Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. By the way, if you could, if you're on Twitter, could you please follow my new Twitter account? It's brand new. I'm back from Twitter death. Remember, I was banned for a while there, and I opened up a new account. And my good folks over in the building next door for Federated, uh, Federated Digital was able to get me verified on Twitter. So I'm actually verified on Twitter. Uh, so I'm trying to rebuild my Twitter following and I, obviously long way to go, but you know, you got to start somewhere. So if you could follow me on Twitter at real Casey H that's C A S E Y real Casey H. I would appreciate that. Of course, Facebook is at Casey, the host YouTube is at Casey, the host Twitch is at Casey, the host Instagram is at a S D knives. All right. Five, seven, four, 25, 95, 95, three, before we head back to the phone lines, and again, we're still doing open lines. I just want to go over a couple of things. Speaking of terrorism, which we have been doing today, it has now been uncovered that Britain has this de-radicalization program that they do for terrorists. And it is run by a psychologist. And there's no guarantee, obviously, this is according to the program, there's no guarantee that offenders can ever be cured or pose no threat to society. And in fact, two recent terrorist killers, including the one that beheaded people in London, went through this de-radicalization program that Britain has. So basically, Britain arrests you for terrorism. They go, they put you through a de-radicalization program, and then they release you because you went through the program. And then a lot of the people that are getting released by going after going through the program then commit acts of terrorism. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just such a fundamental, I, 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 it, it's, it's beyond ignorance, folks. I don't even, I don't even know what we would call it. We're not, we're not talking about things that can oftentimes be reversed. Now, sometimes there are reformed radicals. It does happen. Okay. But it's, it's very rare that it happens. And the fact that a program like this exists and that it seems to be turning out a lot of these terrorists simply because they went through the program would suggest to me that they are exploiting the program, which guarantees no results, in order to get free again so they can kill people. Which seems to be exactly what they are doing. I also promised you an update on Hunter Biden today. A firm is named Hunter Biden in a $156 million counterfeiting scheme. Attorneys for Hunter Biden, the son of 2020 Democratic Party presidential candidate, former Vice President Joe Biden, responded to claims concerning their client's alleged involvement in a $156 million counterfeiting scheme. The claims, which were made by Florida-based private investigation firm DNA, ha 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 ha, D not DNA, which recently took Hunter Biden down by proving he was the father. They're tangled up in a paternity case involving Biden and London Alexis Roberts, the woman who says that she has a child with the VP's son. That is confirmed, by the way. Um, so the legal team has moved to strike the claims of money laundering uh, from all of this. So it just, I mean, keep an eye on this. Like, there's just more information coming out about Hunter Biden, just more stuff. So keep an eye on it. Like I said, I don't know how much of it is, is accurate at this point, um, but there sure is a lot of smoke. So we'll see if there's any flames. All right, 574-2595-953. To the phone lines we go. Derek, welcome to the program. 
How are you doing, Casey? Doing well. What's up? Oh, man, this man don't miss a beat, does he? This president. No. <laughs> no, he, I mean, look, he doesn't sleep. You know, and so he's always up. He's always up and he's always working. You know, there are those people yeah, who just do that. And and so he's I mean, people look at him like, how is he tweeting at like two in the morning every single day? Because the guy, the guy doesn't go to sleep. You know, he, he just doesn't. That's not how he recharges his batteries. And, and so he's always doing things. And like I said, every time he doesn't tell Congress what he's doing, a terrorist dies <laughs> every time. So I'm OK with that. That's just me, though. Probably the only person that feels worse than this general right now are probably the Democrats. I hate to be a Democrat right now. <laughs> well, I mean, look, there's no doubt they are running out of things to run on. You know, um, Major Garrett on CBS, I, I have, don't have time to play the audio today. I was hoping that I would, but maybe on Monday. He ran down a list of economic successes in particular for the minority communities in the country and, you know, he made a very simple statement. He goes, look, this is a record that any president would be proud to run on. And he's right. And the Democrats don't have that to run on. They can't run on that. They can't run on the economy. They can't run on gas prices. They, they can't run on foreign policy. I, they're running out of things other than orange man bad to run on. And that's, you know, OK, if that's going to be your response to that, then so be it. But it's not I don't think it's going to resonate. That's just my opinion, though. This general was involved in the Benghazi incident, you said, right? Correct. That by it. itself should give him plenty of grounds to do what he did. That by itself. I'm, I felt that nobody really paid a price for what happened in Benghazi. Now, I'm pretty sure the families, and me too personally, feel a little bit better that somebody did pay a price for what happened in Benghazi. Yeah, remember they arrested like a lower echelon local guy for it? And yeah, yeah I think they were going to put him on trial or something like that, and it just kind of went away. You know, um, but yeah, this this is the guy. They said you go back. I posted in the Daily Show prep today, so after the show, it'll be published on my website at theburningtruth.us. The 2014 article about him being the organizer of Benghazi. So that way, if anybody was unfamiliar with that, they can go ahead and go through it and read it. I, I hope Joe Biden does become the nominee because I love to see him and and our president debate. Like, what have you done? At least you know you guys had the crosshairs. On Bin Laden, and at least you, Vice President, former Vice President, you didn't want to pull the trigger, unlike me. Well, you know, there's a lot that he could say, because if Joe Biden tries to pull the stuff that he did today, when he woke up from his nap earlier, and said, well, you know, Obama put this whole Iran thing to bed, and all yeah, Trump has yeah. to do is, okay, well, right after you sent them a pallet of cash, paid a ransom for hostages that they had taken illegally, right after you did that, they violated that nuclear deal that you're talking about. And uh, here's John Kerry's statement on that, and uh, here's the UN report on them continuing to to violate the uh, the treaty and all of that stuff. And you know, hey, look, uh, you you didn't kill the guy who planned Benghazi. You didn't even help anybody in Benghazi. When he tried to do it again, I killed him. Right, right. And I he, think that he ought to start calling Joe. He ought to start calling Joe uh, sleepy, ordinary, do nothing Joe. That's what he is. <laughs> but, look, Joe Biden. You know this. <laughs> did you see the new? I mean, he's got the um, he's got the the old uh, KKK stuff that has come out now, oh, and no. it, they're releasing like more of these old gaffes from him when he's like on Tonight Show and and things like that because the guy is just a walking gaff machine. And do you think they're gonna do a broker? Do they uh, do what? Do you think they're gonna have a broker convention? You know what? Um, I, I heard that Carl Rove was saying, you know, be be prepared for this. Normally, I'm not in that camp. 
generally speaking, it's very difficult to have something like that, okay? But, you know, we had, so we had Julian Castro, he suspended yesterday. Mm-hmm. Bloomberg is not going to be on the Nevada ballot, okay? Bloomberg didn't qualify for the Nevada ballot, so he's not even going to be on that ballot. Um, the number of Democrats who are still in this with Jack Squat in polling makes me think that they're probably going to have a contested convention. Uh, I I think we're just, we're kind of at that point where they're going to fight tooth and nail. And and I don't know what the deal is. I I mean, maybe it'll settle down in the next, you know, four to six months. We'll we'll see. But it's, to me, I just find it mesmerizing that so many are still in this thing. You know, Klobuchar yeah, is still out there. Show that Hillary had a chance. Yeah, she ran again. I'm I, like, what? I know Klobuchar is still out there going, "I'm the best one," and she's got like a like a point three polling number. <laughs> like what? Oh man! <laughs> but hey, you know, to, to each their own. They're all hoping that when they drop, they're going to get the the brunt of it. But you know, look, Pete's in a good position. Um, but I I do. We're getting to a point now where look, every month or two, we have a different front runner. So it's possible yeah. that we get to a broker convention. It's entirely possible. Which, by the way, is good for me so. because I'll be covering it. So, yeah. All right, Katie. I appreciate your talk, man. I, I appreciate Thank it, man. You have, you have a good weekend. Thank you much. All right, we got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. Got to tell you about all-natural CBD lotion. A lot of you over the past couple of weeks uh, with the holidays, first of all, tons of you, probably a couple of hundred at least, hit hit me up trying to get the information for it leading leading into the Christmas holiday season because you wanted to buy it as a gift. And I know that many of you did. And I appreciate the support, and again, it's a fantastic product. It really is. You know, the CBD lotion is a lotion, so it will moisturize and soothe your skin while delivering up to 500 milligrams of full-spectrum CBD into your body, which alleviates aches, pains, muscle soreness, discomfort, all of those things. If you are somebody who suffers from arthritis, this is a great product for you to use. If you work out, this is a great product to go along with your pre- and post-workout supplements. This will help your muscles so that way you're not walking without being able to bend your legs uh, for the next three days after you do leg day. You'll be able to actually function and it won't hurt so bad. It's just a great product. I've told you many examples of how it's helped me, many examples of how it's helped coworkers and listeners, and I've read you some of their letters on, on the program. And what I'm getting with feedback-wise is that it works and people are buying their second and third bottle now. That's what I like hearing. That's how you know that the product is, is a good product and that it does what it advertises. You can also save 10% by using my promo code, which is Casey10, C-A-S-E-Y, Casey10. To get the all-natural CBD lotion in either 250 milligrams or 500 milligrams of full-spectrum CBD in either lavender or unscented, Go to allnaturalcbd.org. Allnaturalcbd.org. Use promo code KC10. If you want to pick it up locally, you can also do that. You can go to any local e-cigworks location. 
you can still use that promo code and still get 10% off. It is entirely up to you. Allnaturalcbd.org. Promo code KC10. All right, back to the phone lines we go. Jerry, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey, how you doing today? Hanging in there, man. What's up? I just wondered if you had seen if you had seen this article on Politico about why the young left radicals hate Pete Buttigieg. No, I haven't seen that one. It's weird that that would run in Politico because Politico propped him up early on. But go ahead. Well, I got the link from uh, Bongino Report. Okay. But, uh, it talks about the fact that Buttigieg is a veteran. I'm quoting here: an outspoken Christian, a former McKinsey consultant. And frankly, closer to Mitt Romney than Sanders or generational peer AOC in his aw shucks personal affect. Mm. In the eyes of radicalized young leftists, Buttigieg isn't just an ideological foe. He's worse than that. He's a square. Well, okay. Kind of a funny article. Well, and, and look, here, here's the thing. I mean, you, if, if you're looking at who he is as an individual, he's a total square. Okay? It, there's nothing wrong with being a square. I'm, I'm arguably a square, too. And he's, a, he's just a boring white guy. That's what he is. The left hates veterans. They hate them. Let's be perfectly honest. If, if the political left had ran with General Wesley Clark instead of, uh, what's his bucket? Um, God, uh, John Kerry. I think they would have won that election and kicked Bush out of office. But they can't because they don't like the military. Look at what's happening with Tulsi Gabbard right now. Yeah. You know, Tulsi Gabbard is every stereotypical checkmark that any liberal politician would need. Minority, female, attractive, veteran, um, even-handed for the most part. You know, very bright, approachable, good personality, likable. She's all of the things that you actually want in a politician. But they hate her. Why do they hate her? You have to assume that it's because of her veteran status. Uh, then you start looking at some of the other things that that uh, would turn them off with Pete Buttigieg. Remember, his financial things uh, came out. Of course, they're calling him Wall Street Pete now. Um, there's that. But ideologically, you know, aside from his very well-orchestrated grooming for politics, remember, when I first moved here, he was candidate Pete Buttigieg, and I interviewed him when I was doing Michiana's Morning News. He walked out of that first interview, and I said he's running for Senate. And somebody, I think it was my producer at the time, Craig the bartender, he goes, no, 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 he's running for mayor. I said, no, you misunderstand me. He's running for Senate. He's going to be mayor as a stopover. And then what ended up happening is the Senate path closed on him and he has nowhere to go now, so he has to run for president. He's got no other option. So this, this is just who this guy is. And part of the jobs that he had was that political grooming. You know, he's making contacts with those individuals. He's secured money. He Look, look at the, the fourth quarter that he had, over $24 million. Pretty good fourth quarter uh, for 2019. So, and he's, he's in position as, as uh, you know, one of the top three candidates right now. There's no reason to suggest that his grooming has been unsuccessful at this point in time. So, yeah, you're going to get a lot of the young radicals who don't like that sort of thing because he did it the old way. But until the old way is completely killed off, that's still the way to do things, and it's, it's showing. But if you look at his policy positions, his policy positions are right in line with Elizabeth Warren. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's right cool. in line with it. Um, he, he's just more deceptive in how he portrays it. You know, I recently did Michael Harrison's show, 
And Michael Harrison is the big wig over at Talkers Magazine, but he also has a syndicated thing that's on, you know, a couple hundred stations or something like that. And he does interviews, and he's interviewed me a couple of times about Pete Buttigieg, and he uh, recently asked me about it. And I said, you know, look, uh, this this guy has, you know, he has some appeal, um, but if you, you take a look at his campaign ad for DNC chair, you know, for, if you follow his Twitter, because there's a lot of local people, too, that run around and go, oh, he's a moderate. He's not a moderate. Pete Buttigieg is anything but a moderate. Pete Buttigieg is as left-wing as any other candidate running right now. The most moderate candidate out there is Tulsi Gabbard and then probably Joe Biden right after her. Uh, but Pete Buttigieg is a radical leftist. If you follow his Twitter, he shows that very well on his Twitter. And if you go back and watch his campaign ad when he was running for chair of the DNC, I mean, he espouses every liberal talking point that has ever been espoused for the past 40 years. He just says it in a nice way. Yeah, I think this Politico uh, author is a little fooled by that because he talks about the fact that Pete's supposedly not for Medicare for all, but... He campaigned. Sure. He campaigned on it. Yeah, I think there's. I think that he's very smooth, and I think he's even fooled this guy. But I got a chuckle out of the, uh, the line about uh, outspoken Christian. He just <laughs> seems very faux to me. That's all I can say. Well, look, I, I, I have, I've always thought it was a little strange that he's gone after the evangelical vote because he's never going to get it for various reasons, and not just his sexuality. Okay, but. He keeps misquoting the Bible. You know, on, when I was on vacation, he said that Jesus was born as a refugee. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't born as a refugee. And then, you know, just, I think it was yesterday, right, he tweeted out, he goes, I wonder what Jesus thinks about church shootings. Huh. If only there were a book for us to read which highlights what Jesus' position might be on self-defense. If only. If only, if only we had such a, a manual, if you will, of how we should conduct ourselves in those types of, of circumstances, then perhaps maybe we would have our answer. But um, Well, he's, he's as pro-abortion as any of these candidates, so he can't seriously be after uh, evangelicals or serious Catholics. Well, keep in mind, Pete Buttigieg's position is on demand at any point. Mm-hmm. That was, he said it, okay? That's not me inferring it. He was finally asked several months ago where he was on. He's on. He's for abortion on demand at any point during the pregnancy. You know that was his position. It's it's a, a le- it should be a legal abortion until the baby is out. So you know that he said it. I didn't. Right. You know it's he's never going to get the evangelical vote. You know he's trying to do one of those things where you can be a Christian and still be a liberal. That sort of thing. And he's trying to attack that. The problem is he keeps misquoting the Bible while he's doing it. <laughs> and if you're going to misquote the Bible while you're doing it, you're not going to win over evangelicals. It's just not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a, it's a very strange policy, but maybe he thinks that's going to help him in some of the breadbasket states early on in the primary. And um, I mean, he's polling well in, in Iowa, so I, who knows? Maybe he's on to something. It's not going to help him in a general election, but it might in a primary. And by the way, your listeners might want to look at this Bongino report. I think uh, Dan's doing a pretty good job. It's a really good website. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good one. Left off. Yeah. Um, Gab, Gab has got a new website, uh, and the Bongino report is good. And obviously Drudge is falling off, and now that we found out that Matt sold it, kind of makes a lot of sense. Um, so, 
Yeah, but the Bongino Report, very good website. I do recommend it. It's in my my show prep pool. Um, Gab Trends are also on there. It's like the same thing. Um, they're not as good as Bongino, I don't think, but they're very good. And, you know, there's new sources out there. I, depending on what happens here in the next couple of months with a couple of things that I'm working on, I may be launching a service like that for Michiana. Hmm. And, Interesting. And we'll see how certain things go, okay? But I am looking in it because, frankly, I think we need a Drudge Report type thing for Michiana News because it's, frankly, kind of hard to track all of it down given all the municipalities that we deal with. But uh, it would be kind of nice to have something like that, so... But I do appreciate it, man. Hey, Jerry, I got to roll. I'm getting a hard break notice here. Um, but I appreciate the call. You have a wonderful weekend, okay? Thank you, Casey. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Take care. We got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Once again, I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Phone number 574-2595-953. You can also send me a text at 45364. Please put MNC at the beginning of that. I'm going to read some text messages. I'll take one more phone call, Joe. And then I want to tell everybody that um, AOC might be going away forever. And I'll tell you why in just a couple of minutes. Couple of texts. I'm going back an hour now. Uh, great job, POTUS. Kill some more, meaning terrorists, of course. Sometimes it's easier to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Uh, not sometimes, all the time. That is my new policy. By the way, uh, the only New Year's resolution that I have for 2020 is to be a bigger jerk. My 2019 resolution was to be nicer and try to open myself up to more friendships, and it bit me right in the backside. So. Congratulations, America. I'm going back to being a, a bleephole. Uh, let's see. Casey, so tired of liberal press and politicians reacting negatively to any action by President Trump without doing any research. Agreed. Um, listener uh, Alex, who also runs the Casey the Host Clips channel on YouTube, which you should subscribe to because he takes clips from the show that he thinks are worthy of their own sound bites, and he publishes them on videos. Um, I have the playlist on my channel at Casey the Host, but you should subscribe to that one. And he posted that there's some crazy far right wing people out there, too, who are doing the whole Jew bootlicker thing and are saying that Trump only did this because of Israel. Which is, of course, about as brain dead as you could possibly get. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Let's see. No one is worried about starting a war with Libya when Obama unilaterally moved um, moved with NATO in 2011. Impeachable offense, by the way. Um, and it, it was. Now, there's a lot of people that were calling for Obama's impeachment, but he hadn't done anything impeachable until Libya happened because he was required to notify Congress, and he didn't. And then when Congress gave him the timeline for notification, he missed it. So you could argue that that was an impeachable offense because he uh, usurped their authority on that matter. And I would also like to point out that Libya wasn't killing any Americans. And I was as happy as everybody else that Gaddafi was dead. I drank some scotch and celebrated his death with the rest of us. But this guy in Iran has killed hundreds of Americans. Libya wasn't doing any of that. So there wasn't... There wasn't an arguable reason to do what they did in Libya. Yes, Gaddafi was an awful person. Look, Assad's an awful person too. 
but you destabilized Libya, made the whole region worse. You, If you kicked Assad out, you're going to destabilize the whole region, make everything worse. It, there's no reason to do it just because you don't like them. And by the way, you shouldn't like them. They're, they're worthy of death, don't get me wrong, but you have to look at what comes afterwards. Casey, I truly believe that lots of people on the left don't care about Americans being murdered. I mean that don't care about the murder of most innocent of Americans, the unborn. Okay. Uh, Iran just moved to the top of the list to be developed into a new Trump resort. Skiing anybody. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right. 574-2595-953. Uh, we've got to take a quick time out. Take one last phone call before we bounce on out of here. Got more coming up on 95.3 MNC. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Promised one last phone call. Randy, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, happy holidays. Oh, uh, you too. What's up? Well, first off, God, blo- God bless our president. I mean, what he did was phenomenal and that was a great thing. But uh, a recent caller just said, was talking about Pete Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. And I just want to throw a theory out there and I want that. And I'm not going to stay on long. I just want your comment on it. Okay. Basically, he's invested everything into Iowa. Hasn't left Iowa. Hasn't done anything but Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. And for the most part, for what it's worth, he's doing well there. What are your thoughts that potentially, because he's ruined it here, and then, you know, of course, being a gay man and Mike Pence's Indiana, um, basically potentially going for a congressional seat or a Senate seat in Iowa. And I'll let you comment on that. That's, I just want to throw that out there and see what you thought. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, well, he doesn't live in Iowa for one. And I don't think that Pete Buttigieg wants to live in Iowa. People have asked me, what is he going to do if he loses this thing and doesn't get a job, um, in the next administration? Let's just say Democrats win. Okay. He's going to, I believe that Pete Buttigieg is going to move to D.C. or surrounding areas, maybe Maryland or Virginia, something like that, because I don't think that he wants to be here. I really don't. I don't think that this is where he wants to hang out and where he wants to live out his life. I think that he wants to be with the, uh, the power brokers and that sort of thing, and that's not in Iowa. You know, no, I, I don't think that he is making a play at, a, at popularity in Iowa. What I think it is, is a strategy which many candidates use early on in the primary. Iowa is the first, the first election. So you put everything you have in Iowa, you put some in New Hampshire, uh, and then maybe if you have 